All right, everyone, welcome to Tonecast 113. I'm back with my my buddy Marco Gonzalez. How are you, Marco? I am doing quite well today. Well, we, so we had Ben on the show. You were you were out of town, so so Ben jumped in your chair and kept it warm, and and we talked to him about all things winding pickups and his roles here. And and I want to actually get to something like that with you in the future, but that's not what we're talking about today. We've got <laughs> something a a very interesting topic that I think we can probably fairly say that both of us have. I've had some revelations over the last couple of years in terms of strings and all that, but uh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, it's time for our public service announcement really quick, if you remember what that is. Yeah. For those of you uh, that uh, follow us, know about our pickup chooser form, and uh, that's just our way of giving back and uh, seeing what in our lineup fits your needs best. So you can go to our website and, well, and you can fill out what you're hearing that you don't like or what you would like to hear, what your current rig is like, and then we can recommend you something that'll tick all the boxes for you, hopefully. So that's cool, a cool resource, and feel free to check it out. Yeah, yeah, definitely been having some fun conversations with people on that just over email and, and got an interesting request today about someone wanting to um, have us provide tabs or something like that. So that was different. We don't provide those, but we're happy to help with pickups if that's what you need. So we're, we're, we're stoked about that. Um, all right, so this topic is kind of crazy. This week has been crazy. The last few weeks in the shop have been really crazy, but something kind of uh, has shifted in both of our minds over, I think, f- for you a lot longer than me, for sure. You've been dabbling in string gauge stuff, and, and we've all kind of bounced around between different brands. But let's jump into this topic of strings, kind of what, um, yeah, some stuff that's happened recently with strings and, and kind of trying different gauges for both of us. So, so what do you think about like, let's start with gauges of strings. Let's get into brands and all that stuff later, but um, maybe talk about what happened a couple of weeks ago with us and then how that's sort of sent us both on some different paths, I guess. Yeah. Well, I guess starting out um, by nature of what we do and we're working with our hands a lot and then we're also going and, you know, playing guitar, like I was starting to get some weird hand stuff. And then we coincidentally went to a, one of our, you know, one of the shop friends, our local buddy Joe, and we went over to his house and we were just playing some of his Sir guitars and stuff. And we really, he was like, oh man, I use nines on all of it and it's all set up really low. And then, you know, he was telling us stories of, you know, getting to touch these really legendary people's instruments. And he's like, oh, those are all set up super low with nines and super low with nines. And it really just, we were just having fun playing. And and sometimes I, in just when I'm rehearsing or something, I'm like, oh, maybe this is more work than it needs to be or something. Or maybe I'm just getting to that point. I'm not a young, you know, a young <laughs> guitar player anymore. I'm, I'm crossing the, uh, the, a different territory now, but... So we were we've just kind of been uh, on the nines kick, and well, at least I've started now experimenting, and I've got tens on my like main guitar, but I recently acquired an eight string guitar, and that has like a nine to eighty four gauge nine set. Eighty four, it's so crazy. So it's like you get all of it, you know, you get your low strings, and then you get your your high strings that are really easy to play. And I'm still I still struggle because live I tend to get a little bit too wiggly with the string so I'm still kind of finding the right gauge but it just I think the one thing that we all have in common is that you know when we first start we maybe don't remember what gauge strings we got but someone maybe recommended something to us and that's what like we kind of rode for a while Mm -hmm. and then you you 
hear about your influences. Like I remember hearing the Stevie Ray Vaughan thing, and I was like, oh, I need to use you know Thirteens too. <laughs> and then you know I went there, and then I slowly have now started to come back down. So it uh you know I think it, that we all pick one though, and we kind of stay there, and we don't really consider it after the fact. But I think it's a huge thing that can impact your tone and and your experience with the instrument. Yeah, and I, I'm the same way where I started out playing guitar, and when it was time to change strings, it was the the Ernie Ball Super Slinky Lime Green 10 pack, and I used that those strings exclusively for, um, gosh, I, I, w- I want to say probably like 10, 15 years. I never, I don't think I really even tried any other strings that I can remember. I probably did here and there, maybe as a backup or something like that. And so it, for me, it was... Stuck in my ways, string wise. It's not like they're bad strings. Like Ernie Ball makes fantastic strings, right? But it was just like this is what I know. This is what I like. I'm never, I never went to 11s. I never went to nines. I kind of stayed on the ten, the ten train. And every single guitar I bought had tens on it, or I put tens on it. Um, and then this last year, I've, I got an Anderson guitar with nines on it. Shortly after this, it just happened to be set up for nines, and so I put nines on it and. Um, it's been very interesting. Same, same with me. I have uh, pre-arthritic, arthritic hands, pre and current, I guess, <laughs> um, from from the the old days of hand winding, so many pickups and assembling, and 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 so it has been very cool for me to play more. And I used to think, oh, nines are for for wusses or whatever, and they really, it's really, it sounds just as good. There's nothing super weird, and it is a little smoother and and slinkier and stuff like that. Um, but let's talk. Let's talk brands of strings, and maybe kind of you, some of the brands that you use, and some of the brands you like, and then I'll I'll share a few that I use, and and maybe just kind of what led you to use those brands, or how did you discover those brands, um, or has it just been like I use like my you know my similar thing with the Ernie Ball forever. It's just well, that's that's what you put on the on the mm-hmm. guitar, right? Well, and I've always because my old guitar guru guy, he really. He really had good luck with the Dario's and consistency and like setups and especially with like Floyd Rose instruments and stuff like that. So I think that's what started me there. That was always like home base. And then when they started doing those balanced balanced tension sets, I started using the balanced tension 11s. Mm. And that was the perfect middle ground because I used to play a lot more acoustic guitar. So that that's like what I started on. So I was used to like, you know, the 12 gauge to 56 or the 54 or whatever. But I would even I use mediums on my acoustic, which now I might switch down to lights. But so I kind of stayed in the Diderio ballpark because of those balanced tension sets, and I tried other brands. Like normally, though, in a pinch and when you need strings, like usually everybody's got some Ernie balls. So that's that's like everybody's got some, and they're usually very affordable and pretty consistent for the most part. But the, you know, one of the small things about D'Addario is those colored ball ends. Like I'm so used to that <laughs> that I can just change strings really quick and not even thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know how they come bundled in twos and you unwrap them. Like it's part of the. It's like a little ritual. You know, you get used to how it comes packaged, and you're yeah. like, yeah, this is that's my a, strings are here. That's a good point because I did put some on the shop strat the other day with some D'Addarios, and that was one thing I I had used those strings plenty. Plenty of times over the last few years, but then it was like, wait a minute, that's actually really nice because you're not, oh, is this the is this the B or the G? You know, you're kind of like looking at the two strings, and, and most people can tell. But when you're just trying to get something, like in our case, we're trying to get the strings on the guitar, and we string it up, and then we leave it because we got work to do, yeah. and then we tune it tune it later, basically. 
Yeah, and so, you know, those have always kind of been my big two, and I've messed around with, like, um, you know, for a while you had, like, put some elixirs on some of the Andersons that you had, and I was like, whoa, these are really cool. Like, I I wonder how they would hold up, but they, they feel really nice. Like, it, it's such a fun experience playing when, when the strings are not creaky or old, and I guess that's maybe the biggest takeaway is that you're you're worth it. You should buy some nice strings. <laughs> They'll only make your nice instruments sound better, or they might make your... Kind of, you know, middle of the road instrument yeah. feel better, so it's more fun to play. Definitely, and I, and I think for for me, the elixir thing is kind of the, the combo of stainless steel strings and elixir, uh, uh, stainless steel frets, not strings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stainless steel frets and elixir strings is kind of that smoothness where they they glide around on that. And it's the first time I tried it was almost like too slippery. Like you were mentioning slippery earlier, like. It was it moved around a lot and I was like, Whoa, this is this is really tough to handle. But it um it ended up being that I really enjoyed that combination of kind of stuck with it. And same with acoustic strings. I've I've been mostly elixirs uh on I have a Eastman acoustic and I've mostly had elixirs on there just because I like the coating, I like the way that they last and something that's weird, maybe you can check me on this, but I don't like the sound of new acoustic strings. Like brand new, I think they're just like tinny and bright, kind of annoying sounding. Yeah. I like the elixirs because it seems like, to me, it feels like they're broken in or they're not. I don't want to say they're dull from the start, but they're not like so bright and so obnoxious. Yeah. When you first put them on, and I feel like I can just enjoy the guitar as opposed to other strings that I've put on. It takes, I don't know, <laughs> it takes a while to yeah. actually feel. I don't know. Is that is that? At all your experience, or funnily enough, like the first time I tried elixirs because everyone was like talking them up. The first time I tried that, I because back then I was kind of hooked on that new string sound. You know, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I got to play this guitar all day right now because this string is going to sound different tomorrow. Yeah. But I, when I first put the elixirs on, I was like, oh, these already sound kind of like a little more mellowed mm-hmm. out, but they hold that same sound like a lot longer. You know, if if you change the strings on and you leave it on the stand for a while because you have other guitars to play, next time you pick it back up, it it will still sound like that, you know, yeah. for a while. Yeah, I guess the longevity is, especially with acoustics, because I'm so, I'm so bad with my acoustic guitars. I kind of they're kind of like the little, the little cousin. You know, you're like, yeah, I'll hang out with you every once in a while, but otherwise, I'm just going to kind of leave you alone. You know. Yeah. And so there, uh, I, I like strings that are just. Fairly fresh, even if I don't change them as often as I probably should. I, mm-hmm. I kind of like that longevity factor, and and there's so many options now. I think even in the last couple of years, it's been overwhelming with the, you know, all the the string companies trying to compete for these different types of strings. Everyone's doing a coated string, and people are doing like the, you know these won't break ever kind of kind of strings, mm-hmm. and um, it's been very interesting. But maybe some of the, were some of the the things that you've you've kind of tried more recently that's kind of piqued your interest in, in the string world? Well, I actually have been getting into like the different alloys and stuff. Mm. And, and I remember trying some of those Ernie Ball paradigms on an acoustic and they felt harder, like on my calluses. Like I feel like my calluses widened after playing on, <laughs> on those guitars or in those strings. And then I currently have a set of the 10 paradigms on my, on my telly and, I just really like because I love bending and and with the tens it's funny now I can start to bend the D and the G string like really well so I'm yeah. like you know even if 
the tens are lighter that I can bend like that. It's kind of I have the one up over the elevens because you would try to hit that bend and be a half step short. <laughs> sure. Um, so I I like those. I don't know if they you know really stay in tune that much better. I think maybe like five percent. And I think with these claims, you really just got to be like you know it's just like slightly better than than standard alloy stuff because I think everybody's like you know normal stuff is pretty similar. Yeah. But, Ernie Ball has a lot of these different alloys, and you know, Dideria has their NYXLs, which those are still. I feel like those, like, just edge out every category for mm-hmm. me, and I would get those. I could, I could play those for the rest of my life, and I cool. think I'd be okay. And also, the packaging is just like perfect because it's all black. <laughs> it's got the one color on there. It's got like a, a feel, a texture. So nice. <laughs> they just they hit it out of the park with that, even just marketing wise. So yeah, I like the feel of them. It's funny how it's funny how different things like that kind of stick with you. You know, it's it's like there's for me it was the the lime green package, and I wouldn't, you know, that's great. Ernie Ball just kind of has everything's kind of a different color shade, yeah. so you know, oh, that's that's the set. So I would go into stores growing up, and if I didn't see the lime. The lime green thing, I'd walk out, and I was I was kind of that way more recently as I've gotten some guitars with stainless steel frets. I'm like, I gotta have the Elixir electrics, and every time I go into a music store, they're trying to sell me the Elixir acoustics, <laughs> uh, which I don't need. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where that that has been my kind of go to combination, and we we use um, like GHS strings uh, in the shop all the time. We, we've had those in kind of our repair corner of the shop, and they've been great strings, really stable, really good strings, just quality, like consistency. And I think everything out there is pretty consistent. Um, there's been brands here and there maybe that have felt like they haven't been, but it does seem like everyone is, it's, it's funny, they're competing for the same same sort of deal. And so it's it's um, it's pretty cool to... To know that you're you're pretty safe to buy any kind of string, I think for the most part. Yeah. Um, but I love I love actually more learning why people like certain strings. I think the I think the string gauge thing. I I knew that it was different, and I know from a guitar building standpoint, like the the tension and all the things that they introduce, it it, it does change things. But now, like trying different guitars with different strings, and it's like that combination of of what your neck feels like and your fretboard radius and the strings. And, um, you know, sometimes the, I've got a kind of strat style guitar with a, a V neck and I just like having bigger strings on it. It just feels right. You know, I don't know if I could go down to a small gauge on that. Um, but I don't know if I'll go way up to 12s or 13s ever. Um, but you mentioned something like a couple of weeks ago, kind of that whole, what do you do with a tremolo or Bigsby kind of thing? Is it better to is it better to have bigger strings? We were kind of debating that, right? Having bigger strings for stability in certain situations. Um, yeah, like you hear people getting the wound thirds or something yeah, for the Bigsby's yeah. or going. I I got a Bigsby guitar. I need to put elevens on it, or that's just mm-hmm. you'll read that on the forums if you you go poking around at all. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like the bigger strings will be more sturdy. You know, you they'll hold up to your your strums a bit. And, and I always hear that back in the day, they only had like 11s and 12s. And mm-hmm. it was Ernie Ball that even started pioneering like the 9s, the 10s. <laughs> and that's why they were called like slinkies. And yeah. So wow. it's, that's that's like a cool like bonus little pick <laughs> string lore or something. But yeah. Well, and then like you get into the stuff like the flat wound stuff. If you Ooh, got like yeah. a jazz box to put flat wounds on, it just feels so cool. Like you're just. 
and maybe that was one thing too with the you know back to the elixirs for me it was just that that extra bit of coding it feels like the strings are not as uh pokey or not as as ridgy i guess you could say i don't know what the right term would be but um there's just a little bit of smoothness all the way down on the string that that i like as i'm sliding around on the frets and um, i don't think the coding is all that it, it's not thick coding right but it's it feels like it's enough to kind of make it um just make it really smooth but even those strings as the coating, especially the acoustic strings as the coating wears off, you got like these little like Flakes. shavings kind of <laughs> sticking out. And they don't they're not like sharp or anything, thankfully, or sticking your fingers, but uh, it might just look it might look a little weird after a while. Yeah, like a snake shedding or something is always what I thought. <laughs> Shredding. 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 Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know, it's interesting and, and I think um you know, we'll probably do a video topic on this too, because I'd love to do some interactive stuff with with people like what strings do you like and um because really there's people like this is the only thing i'll ever get and i'm always curious i really like well what what is the factor behind that what what makes you like this string versus this string and and i'm always we're always learning and we're always growing and i think that you know i i never really gave thought to a lot of different brands and some people are just trying everything they possibly can some people have D-Darios on every single guitar and they will never try anything else. And, and there's no, there's no wrong answer, I guess, but it's, it's always, I'm always curious of what, um, what people are, are going for. And like people like, Oh, these are the blue strings or these are rock strings, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and, and that always like, to me, I just, I always am wary of the marketing side of, of strings. Sometimes it's like, well, how does this, how does it actually get there? How does this actually do what, what it needs to do? But um, I think it's an area where my mind has been kind of uh, opening up a lot more. I can definitely say I was stuck in my ways, not that it was a bad thing. It's just more, okay, well, I could see an application where this would be good. Like we have we have some Bigsby guitars in the shop, and I've been really wanting to try 11s because we've been talking about it, and I want to, mm-hmm. I really want to actually experience of that and see if I'm like, okay, it is in tune a little bit better now with with the Bigsby and the, the 11s. I mean, I, I know that some people are doing soldered in strings now so they're soldering oh, yeah. they're soldering the wraps at the end and they're actually coming that way so for a tremolo guitar it's more stable mm-hmm. um, stuff like that that i've i've really been wanting to get into uh, but that's all <laughs> it's not at least at least with strings you're not your experimentation is not very expensive mm-hmm. unless you want to try like 20 brands but um yeah that's that's always interesting because a lot of, I don't know, even a lot of times you, you play guitars in shops and, and you know you just got to get new strings on them because they're all nasty and, yeah. and ratty and stuff like that. And you know, we're definitely curious uh, what you guys have as far as your favorites on strings. Um, if you want to email us at info at porterpickups.com, we'd love to, love to maybe like get some thoughts about different strings that you like and, and we'll make a YouTube video again on this topic but anything else you want to add kind of as we're we're wrapping up wrapping up here yeah Ooh, like you like that string fun. Yeah, yeah that's good but uh, I mean I guess I don't want know. to make it tension <laughs> yeah I'm trying too hard that, no <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. it's A for effort yeah but uh, you know I guess when you think about it you are playing the strings like you're pressing against the fretboard and it's on a guitar but you are handling and interfacing with the strings so you know if if you're feeling an uphill battle you know there's a workaround there's enough different options out there you can find something that works for you works for your tone works for your sound they make strings that are brighter they make strings that are more mellow you know the coded stuff so 
yeah, just feel free to experiment and there's something out there for you. You should enjoy playing your instrument. Yeah, that's good. And I think that whole don't be afraid to experiment thing goes across everything. If we have one public service announcement, it's like when you're trying new strings or new pedals or new gear or new pickups, like that's a lot of times we talk about, you know, just to bring it back to the pickup topic, but we say, you know, just get in there and try to install the pickups yourself. Um, do your best to learn about soldering and to learn about these techniques. And it's really rewarding. I mean, for all of us, it's, it's rewarding to find your, your set. And, and sometimes it's, it's cool for me to say, well, this is, this is the thing that works for me. And that's totally fine. I'm not going to be like, Marco, you need to play this. Like, <laughs> otherwise you're inferior tone or something like that. Right. But, but it is cool to, to say like, wow, why, why do you like these strings? What, you know, these unbreakable strings, what, like, let me, let me try them out. And, and so be different. I think that's probably the, the thing I would say is be willing to try something. Um, and it's good to take your friend's recommendation, yeah. but, but that was good that you brought that up. Just like do what, do what makes sense for you and find that right path. Um, and when it comes to strings. So thank you guys for listening. This has been the tone cast with Marco and Brian, and we are Porter pickups. You can check us out at porterpickups.com. Thanks so much. Thanks guys.